In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. afternoon, Vegas. I'm here with my co-host Jack. Jack, how's London, mate? Oh, it, it was absolutely incredible at the Hippodrome. There was just scenes, bodies everywhere, people jumping into each other's arms. Uh, what a game. Was there any Steelers uh, fans there? There was about there was about five or six, but there was about, I'd say, 30, 40 of us. So uh, we outnumbered them. Oh, wow, man. That must have been excellent. It was a really, really good atmosphere. Yeah, I was um, at a, uh, a, a bar in uh, Vegas. Yeah, great atmosphere. Mate, I got the worst hangover ever from Vegas. So, uh, anyway, let's just crack on with this. Um, how, do you, how do you feel we did with the uh, passing game? The passing game, I thought, was diabolical. Um, every time we went, took a snap... Uh, it didn't look like Tyrod Taylor was interested in passing until the fourth quarter. Every time he got the ball, his first idea was, let's run. And I think that just created endless problems um, because we just weren't doing anything on offence. The offence was dead all game. And, uh, yeah, I, th- I think it was woeful. Yeah, the O-line wasn't great, but you've still got to look for a pass before you just take off and run. I thought we gave her quite a lot of uh, penalties earlier in the game. Yeah, it did feel like uh, there was a penalty on every other play. Um, it was a shambles. It's something they still haven't got sorted out, and it was a problem in pre-season. It's not got any better. Mm. What do you think about Harrison? He had a uh, on and off game. I thought he, he he did well enough for what he is um, as an undrafted rookie that hasn't really had any practice at left tackle um, with this O line, and um, I thought he was okay. Um, there was moments he could have been better, but I thought he was solid. I thought there was a lot of uh, uh, underbaked or overbaked uh, throws and quite a lot of poor catches throughout the game. Yeah, if we just I'll pull up the stats here. Um, Tyrod Taylor, 15 completions on 40 attempts for 197 yards, one TD, one interception. Um, receiving, Jarvis got seven off of 15 attempts. Um, and it seemed to be one, well, Higgins got one completion for 38 yards. Landry got one for 39 yards and then the other six came together for less. Uh, Gordon, one completion for a touchdown. It just felt like we did nothing with the ball all game. It was more or less, we had no passing game and we were relying on just running the ball. How did you improve that? I, I honestly thought, yes, the weather's a factor and we'll see if it's any different for Tyrod um, next week when he's in a dome. But there was sort of that first game of the preseason, there was some promise, he was throwing it around a little bit. Today, we just saw Tyrod Taylor, it's all he did at the Bills. Every snap that gets taken, where can I run with it? And he'll occasionally he'll look for a pass and it's not good enough. Um, I, I would say make the move as 
quick as give him give him the next game and if for the next half of the um Saints game he just runs first, then uh move on. But I thought there was a bit of promise in the fourth quarter late on when he started throwing it. Um he underthrew that one pass for an interception, but there was more promise. And uh how would you uh, rate the uh passing game out of ten? I'm gonna give it a two. Mate, as low as two. As low as two. Because mate, it, touchdowns, mate, and Well if if you look at where the touchdowns came from, the second touchdown was from the D getting it to the one yard line. The third touchdown only happened because the D got a turnover, it was punted, it was punted, and then uh the D did the business and it wasn't the offence creating anything. Um, the offence was incredibly poor. Okay. Well, look, mate, I've got a hangover. I'm just going to go with you on that one. Two out of ten, mate. Let's just get it on paper. Um, the running game? I thought the running game was a bit better. It wasn't fantastic. Let's just pull up the rushing stats. Um, Tyrod Taylor, eight attempts for 77 yards. Hyde, 22 attempts for 62 yards. Chubb, three attempts for 21 yards. And Duke Johnson, five attempts for 17 yards. Um, and if you take out some of their longest runs each, then the statistics look even worse. It, was a, it wasn't a good game running. Um, it seemed to be every attempt was for two or three yards, which is not good enough. Mm, I did feel, though, especially I think it was in the start of the third quarter, our running game uh, was quite fluid. There was a few runs that are a lot better because it was in the third, I think, Carlos Hyde at that point was um, 11 attempts for 38 yards and then he got one for about 14, 15 and that sort of boosted his stats and it did look a bit better later on but it wasn't consistent. You can't just have sort of four bad runs and one good run because that just kills you. Um, We weren't consistently getting four yards on every rush which is sort of the bar of what you need to hit. Well, mate, I'm going to go running, um, right, running about five out of ten. What do you think about that? I was going to go four, but uh, I'll, I'll let you have five. All right, great. The um, passing defence? Phenomenal. Ward, one absolute, just, you can't ask for more from a rookie debut against Antonio Brown, probably the best wide receiver in the NFL. And he just had a hell of a day. Um, Garrett on the pass rush at the other end was phenomenal. Them two were standout. It's the only two people in contention for players of the match. Um, Absolute worldies. What would you say? Nine out of ten? Oh, 100%. Nine. Um, You can always do a little bit better, but um, no, you can't ask any more for them. And what they did today, it was um, an incredible performance. Yeah. And then the uh, running defence. Yeah, it, it wasn't good at times because you had Connor, who um, I'd said all week before the game, he's going to come out and no one will know the difference between him and Bell when you see the stat sheet at the end of the game because it doesn't make any difference. Running backs are irrelevant. And it just goes to back up what I've been saying all along. It doesn't matter. If you've got a good O-line, your running game's going to be good. It doesn't matter who you give the ball to. And Connor went out and showed it. And congratulations to him. It's a great story. And um, we need to do more work. 
Yeah, mate, I uh, took your advice, man. I put him in my fantasy too. He got me uh, some serious points this week. Yeah, he's 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 done the magic. Um, but it just goes to show. I think it'll be a lot easier for them to work on that because past it is very hard to fix. Um, but Rundy, you should be able to fix that quite easily. So, um, no, I'm, I'm not concerned. And for the people saying, oh, but if we'd have had Shelton in there, if you looked at the times when we were able to get after Big Ben and create them turnovers, it was because we didn't have people like Shelton in there. We were able to get after the quarterback and cause real problems. So, for me, I don't want a Danny Shelton in there. I was much happier where we were. And uh, we just need a bit more practice, toughen up and sort out that interior D. And uh, the D line will come together. Yeah. Uh, so what number will we go with the uh, running defence? Oh, I'm going to go a four. That low? Yeah, well, at the end of the day, Connor was consistently getting four or five yards. And that's it's not good enough. You've got to get them under three. Um, so give it a four, but I'm not, I'm not that worried about it. Um, it'll come together. They'll sort it out. A lot of, uh, stupid, uh, penalties, mate. It was rife all the way through the game. It was a, a lot less of it in the second half. And if you just look at right at the end, a stupid block in the back costs us 10 yards. And if that would have been different, would we have got the field goal? Who knows? But, um, it was just pathetic. Yeah, and I thought the special team uh, always looked second best against their special team. Yeah, the one player on special teams I thought played really well was Rice. Sort of every time there was a punt, he seemed to be there. Um, he did have one flag um, on special teams, but consistently he was getting there causing troubles. Ryan Switzer is a great player. I've liked him uh, for a little while. and He looked fantastic returning today. So let, let, let's uh, sum it all up. Mate, we didn't lose. We're undefeated. Probably the only um, Browns podcast out there that are undefeated. Yeah, mate, I love the fact, mate. That's a great fact to have. Um, I've, I've exchanged some messages with Zane. Uh, he's absolutely gutted that they uh, blocked it. Yeah, it must be devastating. Um, here's a stat for you, because you know I do love a good old stat. The Browns are five plus in takeaways today. Since the Browns returned to the NFL, teams with a turnover margin of plus five or better in a game are 132 wins, four losses and one draw. The Browns are responsible for two of the losses and the tie. And uh, that is damning. Um, and I thought we had fantastic opportunities all the way through the game. And when you get three interceptions in the first half, and your offence is completely incapable of getting a single point from three turnovers, that is it's not acceptable. And that just showed there was a lot of work still to be done. Yeah. Well, look, upwards and onwards, say. Eh? Yeah, no, at the end of the day. But if you would have told me we'd draw the game before today, I'd have taken that. If you'd have told me at 7, 21 down, I'd have laughed at you if you told me it was a draw because... We were awful up till then. And then that was the moment. Tyrod started opening it up, started throwing a few balls. We created some promise, but it was all D-driven. The second and third touchdown only came through the defence. And um, we're going to have to rely on them. Yeah. Can you remember the predictions that we went with? Yeah. So I've got the predictions here. Let me just pull them up. 
go. So we had Jim the King as our Steelers fan that came on, predicted 24-14 to the Steelers. Um, you predicted 21-14 to the Browns. And I predicted 17-10 to the Steelers. May I surely win that prediction? Well, me and you were both seven each off. Okay. Uh, either side. If you average our two scores out, then we, we do get pretty close. Did I, um, did I claim to, if we beat the Steelers, I'll jump in Hyde Park, or if we lose, I'll jump in Hyde Park? If we beat the Steelers, you were going to jump in Hyde Park, so you, you're safe today. But if we win the if we uh, if the Steelers win the division, then you've agreed to jump in. So, uh... oh yeah, that'd be good. But look, mate, um, yeah, mate, I'm sorry, mate, I'm really struggling here, mate. I'm in uh, Vegas, and my head is absolutely uh, killing me. And, uh, yeah, apologies, guys, for any background noise. Vegas is a very, very loud place. No worries. Have a good one, buddy, and uh, I'll speak to you tomorrow. Yeah, great. Next step, uh, I tried to box this tonight. Hoping to find some uh, boxing fans or brown boxing fans and uh, get them on the pod. Uh, and then we've got a busy week of podcast. So, uh, yeah, we've got a great future ahead of us. And, uh, yeah, I, I feel, mate, um, I feel good, mate. I really do feel about good. And it, it just feels very British that we, uh, we always play for a draw. It, it felt like a game had gone to penalty shootout and then you still end up with a draw. It just felt bizarre. All right, mate. Change is coming.